What's going on, guys? Welcome back to No Reserve Radio. I'm Ren. With me, as always, Angelo and Austin. Uh, NBA season. It is back. We are recording this episode on... What, holy crap, what is today? Today is Thursday. Thursday. It is Thursday. The first games were played on Tuesday, but the first real day of the NBA regular season was yesterday. Um... Because while those those first two games do count, they're the kickoff games. They're not like a, a slate of NBA action. It's two games. They are oh, perfect. There is one te- two teams that we're missing though. What do you mean? We won't be able to assess the Bucks first or the Seventy Sixers. They play tonight, right? They're actually yes. about to tip off here shortly, yeah. um, which is fair. But I just. I'm just excited basketball's back. I know Angelo didn't get to watch the Cavs last night. He had to suffer through the pace. I have a whole rant about that if you want me to oh, go God. in. Okay, hold on. Let's get oh. the question of the week out of the way, and then we'll do rant time with Angelo on how he no- I'm about to say, it has nothing to do with the games. Absolutely nothing to do with the games. Okay, so the question of the week is... Who is someone that you've met one time or a couple times, however many times, and they've left a lasting impact on you? Like, so for me, I'll start it just to kind of give you an idea for what I was thinking when I read the question. When I was a child, I was deathly afraid of thunderstorms, like horribly afraid of thunderstorms. Um, to point of like sheer unadulterated panic attacks, uh, not a great place to have them during a storm because you're just constantly going to keep doing it it was really horrible and my uncle was trying to help me and like keep in mind i'm like five years old and he was like getting books on like storms and weather and like i've i learned a bunch about the weather and that's why i have like an above average knowledge on how the weather works because i was horribly afraid of it um but what finally got me out of it was he took me to a local news station and being a kid, you see a man on TV, that man is important, right? Uh, and I met Bob Gregory, who was a local weatherman. Great dude. And he like explained it to me like I was five because I was and like helped me understand it in a way that I never would have got out of a textbook. And uh, ever since then, I didn't have a fear of thunderstorms. So, interesting. N- now Angelo's gonna ruin it because he was evil giggling when I yeah. asked. So, do we want to like have Austin save the day after, or just let Angelo ruin it? No, let's really just do Austin. Now. So, just do Austin now. It's okay. That's what we're doing. So. Mine was my very first boss I had out of high school, while I was still in high school. And he was this, like, 75-year-old dude who built a company from the ground up. And he just kind of instilled a lot of the work ethic that I kind of use today. It's It's not crazy, but just... Old dude, you know, really just salt of the earth, earned everything he had. So... That's really what I credit my work ethic to. Good answer. I don't have a fear of thunderstorms. <laughs> no, he just has a fear of shooting threes as a center. Yes. 
Alright, Angelo, ruin it. I think I'm going to ruin it too hard. So, I, for the most part, am a relatively, like, safe person. So, about, in fact, even on 2K, I didn't use to take the shots I used to take on 2K. I don't even think Austin remembers. Pre, screw it, just chuck something up, Angelo. But, um... I think I do. You do? You kind of do? Okay. But regardless, um, I worked with this dude. Dude, This dude's name was Frankie, all right? He didn't work with me very long. But um, before I met Frankie, I never drank. I never, like, tried different things generally. But he kind of just... The way he approached life, he his he was just like, Evan, let's just do it. Like he would always have different ideas for business and he'd have a terrible way of going about it. Terrible way of thinking. And he'd just say the most ridiculous things that I cannot repeat on this podcast. <laughs> Please don't. In fear, in fear of <laughs> in fear of demonetization. But um It's it's him. It's I I can't I can't give you too many stories, but it's him. Uh, I I can give this story. Um, so we used to have um like post-it notes and an, an overly abundant amount of post-it notes in the store I worked at. Mm-hmm. Okay, and not like we sold them. No, this was office supply. We had like a year's worth of post-it notes, and we used like one post-it note pack of like a month if that Mm -hmm. so we decided to take get the post-it notes and we wrote on the post-it notes he wrote angelo sucks and i wrote frankie sucks and we hid them in little nooks and crannies around the store for other people to find So, like, just recently, I left the last job I had. Someone sent me a picture of a Frankie Sucks that I hid. And he's <laughs> like, you know, they're going to be tearing down this building. And they're going to find this. I was like, yeah. Probably. Yeah, they are. I mean, I've, I, I'm not going to tell on myself too much, but I've, I've definitely left little memoirs that I was there at every place of employment I've ever left. <laughs> You're not going to tell? Okay. No, like they're just if they ever like are remodeling or something and they're like, Oh, what's this on the two by four? There's just like something I wrote when I was seventeen, I don't know. Probably stupid. Uh before we get into Angelo's Valley Sports rant, um the only news because most of the news today is related to games. So the only news I wanted to really talk about, did you guys see the James Harden story? No, what's the James Harden story? So James Harden had a 10-day personal matter absence from the 76ers, right? Sure. Um, It it sounds like it was legit, whatever. Irrelevant. So uh, once he was back at practice, the team informed Harden that it would benefit both sides if he just stayed home and just worked out and didn't come with the 76ers on their season opening road trip because they start the season on the road. Um, Harden kind of ignored that and he showed up to the airport and he tried to get on the team plane. Keeping in mind, he's still under contract with the 76ers. 
and security barred his way, would not let him on the plane, and made him leave the airport. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. Um, so hopefully that means that there's going to be a trade or something soon. Just get put us out of our misery. End this. All right, Angelo. Go ahead. So, Ren, please explain to me why you pay whatever i i think it was like i when i had youtube tv i paid somewhere between 50 and 100 bucks for the season of youtube tv on top of nba league pass now luckily the 2k version we got had league pass but regardless you pay for league pass okay and i can't see the team that i'm an hour's drive away from because of a stupid co- and not only that not only that austin read back the thing because i didn't read that little message on league pass that says you can go back and watch the game three days after the game's been played who's gonna do that who's gonna do that uh, who's gonna do it i mean i, I if i'm three missing, days yeah, yeah, there's yeah, probably yeah. another game that's been played go on yeah it, like if there was like let's say for example uh, you don't catch. Let's say Luca drops eighty three tomorrow. Yeah, and and you don't watch it, right? Sure. You can go watch the highlights, but don't you want to watch that game? Like that's the only situation I could see. Like just seeing how they did it. I don't think I like an hour away from the stadium, no, no, Ren, no, no, and no, no, I can't no, no, watch no, no. the I, games. I, I, that's different. That's different. Local blackouts are asinine. I totally agree. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. Yeah, I was just commenting on the three day part. That's the only situation where I think the three day part, like I would watch another game during the season. Like I've gone back and like watched like the flu game, like on NBA when it plays on NBA TV because they'll play like classic games or like the 2010 sure. NBA Finals. Absolutely. But the only way I would probably go back and watch an NBA game from this season is if it was something like there's a record being broken or just a really good game. Um, but no, no, local blackouts. It wasn't as bad when FS1 had the rights to all these teams. Correct. It Bally as a company, like they're going bankrupt. They're not paying teams anymore. They're losing the rights. They're going to court, being forced to pay. Like again, I just said it about the James Harden story. Just put it out of its misery and it because it's at the point it's ridiculous when not that long ago. Not that long ago. Like five years, maybe a little longer than five years. No, about five years ago. You could just turn on Fox Sports Midwest and watch the Pacers, Cavs, Bulls. Like, it it was just on. It was part of your normal TV package. I had to jump through, because I don't, like, if the season's over, I don't pay for Bally. There's no point. Um, So yesterday, right before tip-off, I was jumping through all the hoops of trying to get it to work, because... They don't make it easy because they make it to where you don't want to cancel it because you don't want to go through all the hoops again of getting it set back up. Um, and and it's just it is ridiculous that that's your only option. You have to like if you are an NBA fan and you have League Pass, you also have to have Bally in order to watch your own team. That's that's ridiculous. 
Now I get if it like maybe if it was a nationally televised game, then it's a local blackout and you have to watch the nationally tele because it's nationally televised. It's on everything. Um, but in terms of just an average game, you should never not be able to watch your local team. So here's the thing. If I, even when I had YouTube TV, the local stations didn't have Bally. So I wasn't able to watch the Indians Cavaliers with my regular YouTube TV subscription. And I still wasn't able to watch them with YouTube TV plus there has to be like, there has to be like some, that's just ridiculous. That That's just ridiculous. No, it, it absolutely is. And it seems like Bally as a company is on the downswing. So hopefully someone else will pick up their rights. That's not, it deserves bankrupt, then buried in the ground, then the ground. Well, it was, it, it went, I haven't, like, I browsed the Wikipedia page last night during halftime. From my understanding, they went bankrupt. They were bought by a casino. And now they're going bankrupt again. So it, it's weird that when you have horrible business practices and you continue those horrible business practices, it keeps backfiring on you. Weird. That said, I'm giving them my money because no, I, no, I no way, no. I I have to like no. This Pacers team is fun. I'll I'll, wa- I'll watch every damn Pacers game with you. I don't care. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, all right, for Angelo. That's I mean, in your own head, be it. I I would definitely want to watch that Cavs team, but you do you. Um, I it's not that I don't want to watch the Cavs team. So we're going to review all the games last night, which uh, where do you guys want to start? Cavs. Cavs. Uh, okay. Max Struess game. The what? Oh, the Max Struess game. game. Yep. Yeah. So while that was happening, you went to bed. Yes. And all I heard from Austin was, oh, no. <laughs> And there's something else. There is something else that happened that I'm going to attempt to skirt over. Yep. Because I don't... This has not become an Angelo episode. Um, so, it was a close game. It was a close game. 114 to 113. What happened to Greenlight uh, Bridges? Uh, hold on. Alcohol. I'm pulling, I'm, no, I'm pulling stuff up. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to start on the Cavs. I had the Cavs way further down the list, so I had to pull yeah. up all their stuff. I mean, he and the thirty-six 20. points from go on, sorry. He dropped twenty. He didn't have like a quiet game. That's a that's a Miles Bridge Suns game if I've ever seen it. But to be fair, like they kind of fed the hot hand in Cam Thomas. Yep. Yeah, and like what, what like the rest of Bridges' stat lines. Because he had 20 points, right? Six rebounds, four assists, three steals. That's a great stat line. So I don't know, like, why we're dunking on bridges here. Um, he's dunking on bridges. When, well, yeah, that well, you, you get what I'm saying. When the Cavs, who are a significantly better team, right? Like, we're all in agreement. The Cavs are a significantly better team than this Brooklyn team. They needed a Donovan Mitchell 
30 foot shot with 12 seconds left to go up one. Like. Now, time out. Now, time out. You are Mr. Runs guy, and you have the evidence of a 36 point Cam Thomas game. What if I told you someone off the bench gave the Nets 36 points and the Cavs still won? They don't win that game last year. That's all I'm saying. No, no, absolutely not. But. I don't the think have survived the run. I don't think that's what I'm that, saying. What I'm saying is I don't think Mikael Bridges was part of the problem. I think he had a very, very good game because if this is, I'm not he, saying he's part of the it, problem. It, I'm saying he didn't like showcase the green light. I thought he had. So if he, but it, it's one game, right? But yeah, fair. if if he finishes the season with an average of 20.6 rebounds, four assists and three steals, that that's a really good stat line for the season, right? Yeah, that's a that's a good stat line, but right, it's that's... not. I, I I it's not improvement to me. I'm sorry. Uh, Akora was pretty impressive for me too, uh, yeah. just from the highlights I saw. Stat wise, 18 points, six boards, four assists, two steals, one block. Uh, Garland was really quiet, and that was. was kind of surprising to me. He only had 15. I, I'm saying only only had 15 points and five assists. Uh, it's kind of. Oh, the Cavs backcourt has this weird dynamic of, um, or front court has this weird dynamic of when Mitchell is going off, Garland kind of takes a backseat to it. So Mitchell and Struess were going off, so I can kind of see how Garland took a backseat. The thing that was really, that jumped out to me when I, because I didn't obviously watch any of the highlights or anything until later of the day because I woke up and went to work. Yeah. Um, but when I checked the box scores this morning, I think the thing that was surprising to me was seeing Mitchell with four steals. Yeah. That's not good. Now, I, I'm the first to say I don't think like steals and blocks, I don't think that's conducive to defense, right? Like those are stats and they're part of defense, but they're not the mark of a good defender. That said, I, I, I was impressed to see four steals from him because, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's easily his career high for steals, right? I'd have to look that up. I think it is. I think his previous was three. Um, but Cam Thomas, that's definitely one to talk about. Um. Not the player I would expect to go off, but in a game with Max, like Max Drews and Cam Thomas were the leading scorers this game. Yep. That's I, I have nothing else to say to that. Um, and then Cam Johnson and Cam Thomas both had opportunities to win the game at the end. They missed. Evan Mobley was really quiet. 10.6 boards, one assist and two blocks. I, they don't need him to go out and get a bucket, though. They need him to play elite defense. And Jarrett Allen. Did Jarrett Allen not play? I don't recall. Jared, Jared Allen did not play. Okay, that's why I didn't see him on my recap. Um, Nick Claxton, meh. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Almost had a double-double, but it was rebounds and assists. This is the Ben Simmons comeback here. It tells you. I called it. No, it 100% is. Um, I think 
the reason this game was so close, though, was the free throw disparity. I don't know how much you guys have looked at the box score. To be fair, I didn't look this in depth on it, but... Uh, so do you know what the free throw discrepancy was? Wasn't it something like 30 to 15? No. 30, well, the Cavs were 9 for 10. The Nets were 20 for 26. Yeah. So, yeah, they, something the, the Nets got to the line a lot more. Yeah. Um, who are we going to next? Doesn't matter to me. Alright, well, let's just go... Pacers, Wizards. There you go. You want to talk? Yeah, okay. No, no, no. I just I want to get it out of the way. Um, the game we watched together, at least for half until I had to go. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead and let's talk about your boy. My boy. Your boy. Your boy. Jordan Poole, 0 for 6 from 3. What do you keep saying every time we mention Jordan Poole in the party or even on the podcast? What What is it you say? You can't have no splash without the pool. Why were there no splashes? Because he was too busy getting to the lane, I guess. He only had 18 points. He was 0 for 6 from deep, Angelo. Yeah, but he could have had 30. He hit some of those threes. But he didn't. And he got blown out. He did. The The Wizards' defense looks atrocious. They don't even look like they're playing defense out there. I, I, don't, I don't think that's... Fair to say. You scored 144 points. Did you you saw the same shots I saw? They literally left people wide open. How many Bruce Brown? No, 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 no. Out of the six, because Bruce Brown hit six, I believe. Out of the six he hit, there was only two that were wide. Like we kept commenting on the fact, how did he hit that shot? Why did he shoot that shot? And he was hitting him. Same with Buddy Heald. Um. I'm not saying that the Wizards' defense is great by any means. It's barely, it's even good. It's not trash. It's tragic! It is is not tragic. It's tragic! You guys were running in a straight line to the rim, and it worked every time! So, last season, the Pacers led the league in transition points. They led the league in transition, no, they were second in the league in transition play percentage. Uh, and they were, like, third in pace. And now they've added Obi Toppin. And they've added Bruce Brown. Players that like to get out and run. I I want to see what it looks like when they play a better team, for sure, because I do. the Wizards are hot garbage. But... I, I don't know. I, I really liked what I saw from the Pacers. Um... Homerism aside, Halliburton and Nemhard both having double doubles as the starting and backup point guard. Benedict Matherin, sophomore season, doesn't That's look really like good. he's slumping. He got 18 points, five assists, four rebounds. Uh, Obi Toppin, who, again, I have as a dark horse to win most improved player. His first points in a Pacers uniform were off a lob from Halliburton. Uh, Miles Turner, mad game. Like he was there, but. He had a few threes, I noticed. Uh, Bruce Brown, easily, for me, player of the game. Um, Stellar defense, great shooting. Like, you can't not talk about the shooting with him. Buddy healed off the bench this year. 
still one of the most efficient shooters in the league. Uh, the rest of the Pacers, not really worth mentioning. Um, the only players that really impressed me on the Wizards... Kyle Kuzma. So Kyle Kuzma is an interesting one because he, he crazy shots. twenty-five points, but zero assists, two rebounds. Wasn't playing defense. Do we really care about the twenty-five points then when it's a blowout? I mean, he was the person who generated the offense the best for them. So, yeah, I mean, I think for me the most impressive players for the Wizards last night were Tyus Jones and Delon Wright. I. And it's not Delon Wright's stats because he hit he had eight points, six rebounds, six assists. That that doesn't jump off the page, but he's just one of those like traditional hard nosed players that gets in the way. Um, like a less talented Marcus Smart, I guess. And then Tyus Jones. I've just I've always been a fan of Tyus Jones. I think we talked about it in one of the off season episodes. Um about his fit with Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, again, I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm just saying now he's the guy, and I'm not sure if we're going to get the same Jordan Poole because he's going to be facing a lot tougher defensive matchups. Uh, my favorite part of the game was hearing all the different commentaries on Koulibaly's name. Because every commentator said it differently. Oh, and... Yeah. Oh, I don't... I was drinking during the game. (laughs) Um, I just remember we were talking about it. Also at that game, because the All-Star game is in Indianapolis this year, um, Adam Silver was there, and that's something <laughs> that's something we forgot to talk about. Charles Barkley and Adam Silver. Oh gosh. Go ahead. Let's talk about it. Look, he's retired. He's sixty something years old, but just give Charles Barkley the MVP this year. So the TNT NBA on TNT, they had Adam Silver at the desk with Chuck Ernie. Shaq. Kenny and Chuck goes off script and asks Silver straight to his face about why domestic violence is a problem in the NBA and why there's not harsher punishments and Silver clearly like I don't dislike Silver at all but he had no response he just you could see the gears turning as he's trying to think of things and then he starts going on about how they're not trying to compete with other sports leagues on terms of how they're handling discipline. And when those things happen, the players are facing consequences. And I think Chuck actually, when he said that said, do they? (laughs) Um, Oh yeah, it was, it's a great little one-on-one. And like I said, just, just give Chuck the MVP this year. Uh, but then last night when he was on, or just before the game, 
they announced that we're going back to East versus West. Do you guys like that for the All Star Game? And yeah, they're doing it this year. I, I prefer do. it honestly. Yeah. Like I get I, the, I get the <clears throat> sorry. I get the appeal of wanting to see players that may not usually play together play together. But I just feel like the whole league is East versus West, so you might as well keep the whole All Star game the same. So the only concern I have is like if you go back to those like late twenty or late two thousands, early twenty tens East West teams, like the West was stacked. And like it it's kinda not as fun when the talent disparity is heavily to one conference. And like the idea of the draft, because I think the NHL was the first one to do that. Like it makes it fun. It adds another element to the all-star game um, where they're doing like it's backyard hoops, right? Like you have your captains and you're picking your teams and it led to some more diversity in the team lineups and team comps and almost a more interesting game. I still don't think the All-Star game is that interesting because it's basically an open gym and they're just doing flashy things for the sake of people cheering, but nobody's actually playing, so it's like, what's the point? Um, That's how I feel about the whole weekend, but yeah. I don't mind, like, the three-point contest and, like, the skills challenge. Like, I think those are fun. But, like, the actual All-Star game and the dunk contest. I love, like, this year with Mac McClung was amazing. But if we were to go back to, like, Blake jumping over the hood of a car, that's not that interesting. Um, let's talk Celtics and Knicks. This is the game I think you had on, Austin. Yeah, I had on for a decent amount. And I turned it off, and then I put it back on. I watched the end of the game. But, so, I think, but... the, the just right off the jump, I think the biggest tell for this was that the Persingas acquisition has worked, at least in preseason. Yep. Now, it, it is the Knicks. The Knicks are a playoff team, or they will be a very close playoff team if they don't make the playoffs, because some things can happen. So for Porzingis to drop 30 and 8 rebounds, that's a good sign for the Knicks. Um, Jalen Brown had a very quiet game. And I didn't... I This is one game I haven't really looked into, so I'm going to lean heavily on you. I don't know if he was playing good defense, if... Like, he was getting um, good looks. Like You know, honestly, he kind of faded into the background. That's... It, it was definitely a Drew, uh, Tatum, Kristop type of game. Like, there was one point, it was on the free throw, but they took Jalen Brown out and left um, Derek White, Drew, and Tatum on the floor. Um... I don't know why, but he did not feel like Jalen Brown last night. Uh, I mean, it's just one game, so he'll probably bounce right back. But yeah, yeah, just all of the stats are pretty quiet. Um, Porzingis did have four blocks, though. Now, on the other side, R.J. Barrett. He's just going to skip over that. 
Wait, what? I said Porzingis had four blocks last night, too. Oh, I did not have that pulled up. Yeah. He He's also hit the game winner. Also that. Really game clinching. Yeah. The dagger. He hit the dagger. Um, which I did not know when I watched the end highlights that that, that was a th dagger. Um... Finals MVP incoming. <laughs> Drew, solid, very solid. He only had nine points, but that you you don't get Drew Holiday so that he can be a scorer. That's that's not the point of getting him. Um, the, in the last twelve minutes, it was a thirty-one twenty-six to the Knicks. So the Knicks went on a big run, but then Porzingis had the dagger. Um, RJ Barrett, very, very good game. 24 Shooting points, two assists. Yeah, but I mean, he was kind of. <laughs> Besides quickly, no one else was doing anything. Yeah. Y you kept commenting all night on Julius Randle, but. It was bad. I was ignoring you because I know you don't like Randle. But now that I'm looking at the stats, I. Uh... Like three of his 11 rebounds were on that one play I was talking about. Um, there was a in the last two minute report. There was something that I had marked. So they they called a flopping tech against Jalen Brunson, and it shouldn't have been called. So who knows? That could have changed the game. It's one game. It's a. It, it's a game in October. It's probably not going to matter, but probably not. Um, but no, overall, just a very solid game. I again, this is the game I have watched the least amount of from it. But from both teams' perspectives, I like what I see from both teams. Um, I'm a huge quickly fan. I'm a huge Brunson fan. This we've been saying this every year for the past like four years, but this is RJ Barrett's year. <laughs> Calling it. Calm he's, down. He's Stop it. Finally Calm gonna down. get out there. What did you guys think of Derek White sliding into a starting spot? That's surprising. Honestly. I mean, they didn't really have an option, but I think Prashard got should have gotten it. Or they could have moved. I mean... Moved Brown to. They still the have a guard. big problem. Yeah. Like, besides Horford and Porzingis, they don't really have a big unless you do Mr. Cornet Contest. You remember when Angelo thought the Cornet Contest was game changing? It is. It's they should not. Do you have any thoughts on this game, Angelo? You've been relatively quiet. I know you're waiting. No, 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 no. It's, it's What's he good. waiting for? It's all good. I think he knows the thing we're trying to keep quiet from him. It's all good. It's all oh, good. yeah. Oh, please. Uh, I really hope not. All right. Magic Rockets. 116 to 86 Magic win. Leading scorers from the game. Uh, Rockets' leading score was 14 points. <laughs> Yes. 
was not a good game for the Rockets. Um, no, no, and that's it's what you get for signing Dylan Brooks, and they were one of three teams to score under a hundred. Yeah, it was the the Pacers were the first team to score above a hundred. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, Franz Wagner, Paolo Banchero, Cole Anthony, all great games. Markel yeah. Fultz even put up ten. Um, Rockets just, I mean, three players had 14 points. It was Dylan Brooks, Sangoon, and Fred Van Vliet. Besides that, no one else even came close to double digits. Well, Amon Thompson had eight. Woo. One for seven from three. But Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr. Jabari Smith did foul out, though. That's fair, but... Like this is your future. This is the future of your organization. He he fouled out, but he still played the third most minutes on the Rockets, and he only scored seven points, one assist, five rebounds. Obviously, he's young. I get it. Like things happen, whatever. It's one game, but it's against the Magic, and the Magic are a team that are going to be fighting for that eight seed. Um. So this is the team that you should be able to contend with, and they got blown out. So not a great start for the Rockets. I'm I'm calling it karma for signing Dylan Brooks. They should have just let him go to China. <laughs> just to China. let him go to China. Markel Fultz had three steals. Yeah, no, he, he had a very, very solid game. The thing for me that, like, just in my head I hadn't thought about is the fact that Gary Harris is now on this Magic team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They played a deep bench last night. I think they went to garbage time a little bit towards the end. The Rockets are trash. Yeah, they did. But that's... Well, that was a given before the season started. We knew that. Yeah. It, like, this is probably the, like worst game of the night for me. Like, even if you watch the highlights, it's just a very clunky game. It wasn't mm-hmm. great. But I'm okay uh, with that on the Magic. Yeah. No, you 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 take the easy win. You yeah. don't have to exert much energy, and you get good performances out of your key players. John Isaac, 14 minutes, 11 points. That was pretty... Solid. I don't have his defensive stats written down, and I don't know why because that's like. I mean, that's his. That's his value. He had one block. That's it. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't mean he wasn't a body down low. Or on the perimeter, he's an excellent perimeter defender. Okay, I'm just gonna get it out of the way. Atlanta Hawks, Charlotte Hornets. Let's go. Okay, let's talk about the Atlanta Hawks and the Charlotte Hornets. So what happened, Ren? What happened to superstar Trey Young, elite point guard Trey Young? You know, I don't know about you, but uh, if if I was Terry Rozier, I'd ask to play Trey Young every game. Honestly, he might I mean, be an All NBA second team at that point. He was still leading scorer on his team. Yeah, he, he, let's let's not pretend he didn't have twenty three and nine. Did he get? I don't have that pulled up. I mean, he made four shots. He had 
15 free throws attempted. Look, look, he's got that Whistle Hall of Fame badge. It's fine. You know who didn't have a great game? Dante Murray. But you're not going to talk about that because he's the best point guard on the Atlanta Hawks, right? Yeah. Yep. 100%. Um, why are you on his side? <laughs> I was on your side sarcastically. Oh, oh I'm confused. <laughs> Um, Clint Capella and Sadiq Bay both had 15 points. Uh, Capella had 13 rebounds, Sadiq Bay had five. Bay also had five steals. Yeah, on the flip side, PJ Washington, who uh, underrated, I, I, I agree. I don't think he gets enough respect because people don't talk about him when they talk about the Hornets. Uh, 24. Was it 24? Do I have the right notes pulled up? Hold on. 25. 25 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Brandon Miller, rookie debut, 13 points, 2 assists, 3 rebounds. Solid game. He might have had... Did he have... Hold on, I don't want to say something before I read it. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh, yeah, he arguably had the best rookie performance last night. Right? Oh, I forgot to look at Scoot. Ah, we'll get to Scoot. I'm going to go ahead and confidently say he had the best rookie performance last night. Um, He did not. He did not. Who did? Uh, we'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. <laughs> um, Mark Williams, another name that you don't think about. 13 point, 15 rebound, double-double with one assist, three steals, and one block. Gordon Hayward, about to go to the retirement home. 10 point, seven assists, eight rebounds. He's still, like... He's a even, good role player. Yeah, He's not the Utah Jazz Gordon Hayward hitting the threes in people's face, but, like, if you have a guy... Now, granted, he's getting paid a lot of money to do it, but if you have a guy that's going to average 10 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists, you take it. Like, that's a good stat line, um, especially when he's not the focus point of your offense. Um, do we know when Miles Bridges is returning to the team? We do not. Uh... At least I don't. I thought he got arrested again. Hmm? There's no way. When did that happen? There's no way. I would have seen that. Yeah. Well, two weeks ago, he turned himself in after an arrest warrant was issued. He violated his the protection order. Oh. Oh. But it's not... He's... Hmm. <sighs> There, there's nothing on here. Or just something two weeks. Criminal summons issued. I don't know, but if he comes back, even though he shouldn't, right? Like that's the that's the running theme of these sports leagues is these players should not return to their careers. Um, that does make that Hawks team or the Hornets team a little scary, in my opinion. Not like a contender threat right but like an upset threat like first round yeah. um because they do have a lot of talent there lamello ball fantastic terry rozier can come out and give you 30 and 
you don't act surprised. P.J. Washington, we just talked about being underrated. Gordon Hayward, elite role player. Brandon Miller, solid. J.T. Thor, solid. Theo Maladin, solid. Um, what is the next game on the list? Pistons at Miami. Yes! About the Pistons. Let's talk about the Pistons. Okay, let's talk about the Pistons. Go ahead. How'd Cade Cunningham do in his debut game, man? What do you mean his debut game? Of the season. Oh, so he's been in the league. Good. Um, Go ahead. No, okay. Would... Oh, oh, that's okay. Okay, that's okay. Okay, uh, okay. Okay. No, I was letting you lead this, and then you backed out, so I have to pull it up. Uh, he had Since thirty points. This, this is your. Oh, okay. This is your moment. What was Cam the shooting splits? Thirty-six. Though? Yeah, Cam Thomas had thirty-six. Oh, stop this. Cam Thomas had thirty-six. Thirty points, nine assists, three rebounds. He was. Pretty far and away the best piston on the court as far as offensive contribution. Jalen Jordan getting a bunch of boards. I mean, I could drop 30 if I was being guarded by Jimmy Butler. Stop it. (laughs) You can barely drop 30 in the wreck. You know, this looking at this roster right now, though, for the Heat, like it's depressing. (laughs) It is. It's old. It's old. It's. But they somehow got contributions everywhere. Bam, 22 points. Hero, 16 points. Jimmy, 19 points. Kevin Love gave him 13 points. Like, Yeah, you're not... I don't know. know So are you saying that Kevin Love is going to get this team over a hump? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they seem to get contributions everywhere. You think Duncan Robinson, who barely got playing time last year, is going to be a contributor to a team that's going to make the playoffs? Like I mean, they'll they'll make the playoffs, but they'll make the play-in probably. Um, on the flip side, though, Jade Cunningham did drop thirty and nine. It was a pretty impressive game. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Beef stew, Isaiah Stewart, fourteen points, fourteen rebounds, also a solid game. Jalen Duran, fourteen rebounds, seventeen, seventeen points, fourteen rebounds. Yeah. So basically, Jalen Duran's existence is to be the big that rebounds for the shot chucking point guard. Yeah, it's it's Adam's it's modern he NBA. has the Adam role. He has the Adam uh, Killian Hayes is for some reason starting and that's depressing me actually. Let's go Killian. I'm actually why did Jaden Jaden Ivy only played seventeen minutes? What Austin? Did he do, what happened? Did he foul out? Did he get hurt? No, he wasn't starting. How am I supposed to know? You're the man in the chair. You're the the, the guy guy. You're the guy You're the guy, guy, guy. This. Uh, <laughs> the guy guy who wasn't ready to get a script <laughs> there's no reason given there's no reason given yeah no. so Cade Cunningham Sim that's all I'm saying I'm forget Cade Cunningham why is Jaden Hivey only playing 17 minutes yeah, you know <laughs> Marvin Bagley played as many minutes. Joe Harris played four minutes less. Well, you know, the Pistons got to get another top pick somehow, so. Oh, that's fair. They they yeah. still need. I don't know. What do they even need? 
time. I don't know. Maybe a four? Like, I, I like Isaiah Stewart, but, like, they need that. They got really good rebounding, honestly. I like Asar Thompson a lot. Yeah. Of the Thompson twins, I like, Amon Thompson is nice, but I, I really like Asar. So. Oh god! We're just moving. We're just moving right along. I like it. Uh, but Tyler Hero, again, this is why I don't think steals are conducive of defense. Uh, Tyler Hero had three steals. He's an alt-world defender. Oh god! Uh, Timber pops and Raptors. Ah, yes, he said. Why, why, why are we? I mean, they were timber pups. They didn't even score. So, for those wondering at home, and sorry, this is like a more low energy podcast this week. Back to normal next week. It's been a rough week. Um, it's been a really rough week. Um, in two K, Angelo is a furry. Stop it. <laughs> You run around in a fursuit. Stop it. Um, it's, a, it's a mascot. It's a fursuit. There's no difference. It's a mascot, I'm telling you. Look, no, what, go, go to Google right now. I, I'm not... I am definitely oh, no, not no, going to no, Google what you're going to No, 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 no. Trust me on this. All right. So what I want you to do, uh huh, because do you know what the Timberwolves mascot is? Like what his yeah. name is? Crunch. So so Google Crunch mascot. Crunch mascot. Get get the two K image of that out of your mind, right? Because the two K one's like really bulky. Tell me that's not just a persona. <laughs> to my face right now. Tell me that's not a furry. It's not a furry. Uh, what is the? We're going off on a. Oh, okay. Tangent. We're just going on a tangent. Do you know what the Nashville Predators mascot's name is? No. It's Nash. G N A S H. Right. Ganesh. Search that. Okay. Search that. Search that, but mascot. Tell me this is not just a fursona. This is you. You are a furry now. From no, this I'm day not. forward, Angelo is recognized as no. a, for- or a furry. This... Well, I am a forward. But, you know. No, it's a furry. Um... Angelo is a furry. No. Mm-hmm. That's now in the lore. Uh, OKC Thunder, Chicago Bulls, 124-104. 20-point victory for the OKC Thunder. Um, did you guys know Josh Giddey's like one of the highest-ranked players in fantasy basketball because of how many points he's going to generate? Probably, because of rebound and assists. Rebounds, assists, steals. Yeah. Um. And he's becoming, like, more of a scorer, which you like to see. Uh, SGA sure. came out 31-10-5. Just a casual Shea game. 
Uh, Chet Holmgren. And you, some of us on this panel <laughs> have picked Chet Holmgren to win Rookie of the Year. There was oh, a I moment. I would change my choice if I could. <laughs> there was a moment, okay? When I was talking about the um, Brandon Miller game, and I, I said I think he had the best performance of all rookies. Well, you said Scoot Henderson. But or, yes. No, I said Brandon Miller. You said Scoot. I was comparing him to Scoot. I said, or maybe it's Scoot. I didn't get to, like, I was saying Brandon Miller, and then I compared him to Scoot. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a moment when you said no, that I panicked and thought Chet actually (laughs) had a good game. Oh, no. (laughs) We know it's someone that made me even happier. Oh, God. That made you even happier. Who? The the Thunder shot 54.9% from the field. So they shot 55% from the field, uh, 19 for 39 from three. DeMar DeRozan, I, I know Austin doesn't like him, but you can't hate 20 points, five rebounds, two assists. Sure, it's, a steal. it's not 30. Kobe White, 15 points, four rebounds, four assists. Also, like, that's pretty uplifting for me if I'm a Bulls fan um, because you need someone else. Like, Levine, DeMar... Uh, Vucevic, Patrick Williams. They're solid. Caruso, eh, overrated. I'm just going to say it. Do uh, <laughs> you need another person that's going to go out and get a bucket? Oh, I know who Austin's referring to. Are, are we not going to talk about the Bulls and Thunder? Are we just moving along? Um, Did you say the Bulls? Yes. yes. Are you on. not listening? He said the Bulls. We're moving on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you're a Bulls or Thunder fan, apologies. No, no, no. Thunder, Thunder, cool. He said the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, but don't, 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 okay. don't, don't redirect the shade that I threw. You, the shade needs to go where the shade needs to go. It's all good. All right, Pelicans, Grizzlies. The Desmond Bain game. Future it's MVP. Here. I honestly didn't look here. that game. It you is didn't? Here. Pull it up real quick, because it's actually a pretty solid game. 111 to 104. The Pelicans won. Um, it is time. Zion Williamson, you know, his one healthy game this year. 23 points, 7 yep. boards. Uh, Herb right, Jones. Finals pick. Herb Jones, 13 and 8. TJ McCollum, 24, 6 and 4. Brandon Ingram, 19-6-7. Valanchunas, 12-12. and 12. Like, all around just a great game from the Pelicans. To be fair to the Grizzlies, they oh. don't have their best shooter, if you know what I mean. Um, this guy. <laughs> this Xavier guy. Gilman, 17-12, is exciting. Jaron Jackson did not have a good game at all. Zaire Williams, not a great game at all. Nope. Um, Desmond Bain, though, 31 5 and 5. Marcus Smart, 17 3 and 0. Um, Tillman also had three steals. Marcus Smart had two steals. Again, not conducive of defense, but you generating turnovers. Imagine if you had a point guard that was quick and could finish in transition. You might win that game. Um, did we talk about the fact that they're not playing rap anymore? 
at the FedEx Forum. No, I don't know if we talked about that. So the Grizzlies have stopped playing rap music at or during warm-ups. Now they only play smooth jazz and R&B. Like, they're out there playing, like, smooth jazz. Jason Derulo. Like, I, I get it. When your star player has made a name for himself uh, for poor decisions on Instagram Live, you, you got to distance yourself from that culture, I guess. But at the same time, like, th- this was hardcore knee-jerk because there's plenty of rap music out there they could have stayed with that doesn't, you know, mention shooting people all the time. Um, yeah. Instead, they just decided to go all the way to, like, boys to men. I don't know what they're playing. Um, well, apparently Sacramento... you do. Smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. Speaking of jazz, that was a segue. Sacramento Kings, Utah Jazz. That was a segue. Uh, Kings in defeat, Jazz 131-14. Um, you would think the fact that I actually have the list, I would be prepared. But I'm not. No, it, it was bad. Harrison, it was a Harrison Barnes game. Like, yeah. Was it a Harrison Barnes game? It was Harrison. nothing else, and you're kidding yourself. If you say anything else, you're kidding yourself. What? I don't know. Like, I get that he had 33 points, four rebounds, and two assists, but let's not say Devonta Sabonis 22 and 12 is something to like sleep on. But it's all about the points. Exactly. But, so you lost and gets it. On the other side, Jordan Clarkson, who cares, so do, 24 points. Exactly. So, okay, I want you to do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want you to go to Google, since you told me to go to Google. Uh-huh. I love And I want you to Google. Okay. Go. What am I Googling? Okay, and I want you to go to the NBA scores from opening, whatever, night, weekend, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. And tell me how long it takes you to find someone whose picture isn't on those score sheets that didn't lead the game in scoring. Um, Hold on. I have to, like, look through them. You don't have a soundboard for Jeopardy. No, now I'm disappointed. Uh, yeah. Well, no, you, can... you, you don't have it. That's fine. No, I don't. Uh, well, regardless, it does happen. I just... I haven't looked at all the box scores yet. You would uh, have to look at all the box scores to find one example. And that's my point. Regardless, Laurie Markkinen, 19 points, 10 rebounds. Did you guys expect him to continue his performance from last year, or did you think that was like lightning in a bottle? Yeah, I thought it was lightning in a bottle. But one game is one game, but doesn't seem like it, right? So We'll see. We'll see. Austin's still on the fence. Colin Sexton, the... Former Cav. Disappointment. 
THT, who Lakers fans used to pretend was worth a first-round pick and a fringe all-star player, eight points, four rebounds. Sorry, Lakers just have to catch a straight because we're not going to talk about the Lakers tonight. Yep. Um, Kevin Herter sucks. We're not talking. God. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk a little bit. Where we're not going to like. Oh no! I closed my. Oh my god. Aha! There we go. Aha! No, I didn't. Mavs and Spurs. Rookie of the year. There it is. That's what I who, thought who, it was. Who's who's the rookie of the year? Mike <laughs> Look. All right. Let, let's. We'll start. I'll start with Luca, since points are all that matters. But he had was a triple Luke double. On the front page. Yes, he was. He had thirty-three okay. points. He led the game in scoring, but he also led the game in rebounds and led the game in assists. Yes. Like both teams, he led both teams in all three categories. If like the scoring is irrelevant at that point, Angelo. <laughs> if he had okay, if Kyrie Irving has thirty-three points, six assists, and two rebounds, right? Luca has 32 points, 10 assists, and 13 rebounds. Who's going to get that front page feature? Is Luca? Kyrie. No. No, no, no. Kyrie. Um, Grant Williams. Show me the example that says it isn't. Uh, we'll, we'll find that later. Um, he also had two steals. Kyrie, 22, 2, and 6. Grant Williams, 17.6 rebounds. Uh, Tim Hardaway off the bench, 17 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. Derek Lively, apparently rookie of the year from one game, 16 points, 10 boards <laughs> off the bench. I didn't expect Not him to come the off the bench. He was off the bench for the first half. Well, yeah, that's off the bench, though. The rest. That, that's off the bench, though. Yeah, Technically. He's already the starter now. Technically. It took half a game for them to realize he's starting. But... <laughs> I mean, uh, I was shocked he wasn't. Uh, Devin Vassell led the Spurs, uh, twenty-three points, five rebounds, three assists, two oh, steals. Wait, Keldon Johnson, the generational talent, didn't lead his team. Keldon Johnson, seventeen points, nine rebounds, and seven assists. Victor okay. Wembanyama played oh, only twenty-three like moments or twenty-three minutes due to foul trouble, but okay. still had fifteen points, five rebounds, two assists, and two steals. Uh, Trey Jones off the bench, 16 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. I so we're just forgiving his foul trouble. I mean, and foul trouble okay. happens. Foul trouble happens. Okay. Not to he, had, he had just as many points as Derek Lively in less minutes. He also started. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Angelo, future Angelo. Oh, no. Playback when Austin said that Derek Lively started. He said he started after. Okay. Uh, yeah, I said he started after the half. He was the starting center. The, they took out Derek Jones after 12 minutes. That's different than being in the game the entire time. Who? Could have been. Derek Jones? Who? Exactly. No, who? Do you know who Derek Jones is? I know who Derek Jones is. He wasn't the starting center on the lineup sheet, though. But they took him out. Yeah, but it was Maxi Kleber starting. 
Could have been Grant Williams. No, no, it literally on the lineup sheet, Maxi Cleaver is the starting center. Oh. Well, then they moved everyone around. Max Kleber had six, seven, and two. Yes. Decent, decent game from a role player. Um, Jeremy Sochan, 13, 8, and 5. Trey Jones, 16, 5, and 6. I think we already talked about Trey Jones. I, they, I don't like Trey Jones coming off the bench, and I think that's just because I'm a fan of his. But he, he should be starting. Seti Osman. Chetty Osman. How the hell do you say his name, Angelo? Seti. Seti. That's what I've always said, but I've heard Chetty, and I just wanted to make sure. Uh, 12 points, 2 assists, 0 rebounds. You remember, like, the memes when LeBron left that he was the next have great? Yeah. Like, yeah. nobody was taking it seriously, but it's just one of those memories in my head that's just still hilarious to me. You also remember when he, like, bled yellow out of his nose? Let me know. He was signed to a pretty decent contract at the time. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't worth it. But like, Timothy Mozgov was signed to a pretty decent contract. No, I mean like team-friendly contract. That's that probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. Though. I mean, because he was a bench player. He was a bench yeah. player that was starting. Oh. Um, and the last game for last night, and then we'll talk about the Lakers. Portland Trailblazers, Clippers. Clippers won one twenty three one eleven. Oh, what? The Clippers won. Okay, okay, okay. The Clippers so... beat the Portland Trail Blazers. Oh, oh! So now the Portland Trail Blazers are uh, so the sorry excuse of a team I've I've been saying they are. Weird. You know, if you would have asked Red Miller, I don't, I wouldn't know based on the things Red Miller has said whether he thinks they're a dumpster fire or not. Angela. I, I don't know. Angela, do you know who their starting three is? Is it not? Is it not? Um, no, it's not Grant? who you think. It's not no. Grant. No, he's their starting four. Do you know who their starting three is? Is it a is it a is it a point guard? No, it's not a point guard. That would be not scary. a point guard. Austin, do you know who it is? I do not. Matisse Thibel. Def yeah, hey man, he's got defense. Homie. <laughs> oh what what now you want to say homie? Now you want call him a dumpster. No 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 no. Call him a dumpster firing. They are they absolutely are now. Okay. This is the worst team. No. I think. Um, this is not the worst team. This is probably the worst team. Malcolm Brogdon's wearing number ninety-two. That's not the worst. That team. makes me really uncomfortable. You watch the Wizards and the Bulls play, and you want to tell me they're the get out of here. So Anthony Simons eighteen four and two. Scoot Henderson eleven four and three. Jeremy Grant, 13, 1, and 3. Matisse Thibel, starting shooting, or small forward, 8, 1, and 1. Shaden Sharp off the bench, 14, 3, and 6. Malcolm Brogdon, also off the bench, led the team in scoring, 20 points, 5 assists, 2 rebounds in 23 minutes. A really solid game from Brogdon. I still think they should flip him, but I think it's too late now. I think now they have to wait for the stipend rule. Not the stipend rule. 
the 30, 60, 90 rule. Um, Robert Williams, 10 and 7 off the bench. That is Here's that, the no. thing. That, that, go ahead. If, if you look at their bench performance, they have a good bench. It's just the starters. DeAndre Ayton, 4 points, 12 rebounds. That's, that's not going to get the job done. He only played 23 minutes, though. On the other side, Clippers. Do you know who the leading scorer for the Clippers were? It wasn't it, um, Evoc. And... No, 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 no. I mean, he was number three. Paul George and Kawhi. It was Paul George and Kawhi. It was a it was a stupid question. I just wanted to see if I could trick you. Uh, Paul George, twenty seven points, six assists, three rebounds. Y Leonard, 23.6 assists, 5 rebounds. Uh, Bones Highland off the bench, 17 points, 3 assists. Russell Westbrook, or the shell of Russell Westbrook, 11 points, 13 assists. So a vintage Russ game. Um, you're kicking the Blazers when they're down at this point. Good. They deserve it. What has Scoot done does it deserve it? That's not the thing Scoot has done. It's the Portland Trail Blazers. I guess. Yeah. Um But again, like you you can't you have to agree that the bench played solid. Yes. If If they can figure out a way to not have Matisse Saibul be their starting small forward They'll be fine. They're not going to be a playoff team, but they'll be fine. Justin calls him thigh bully. I know. it's <laughs> Austin does it, too. <laughs> Austin also said he'd be right back. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about your Lakers. My quote-unquote Lakers. You're the one that made me talk about them. Um, LeBron James... 21 minutes. What if I told you LeBron James had less minutes played than Kawhi Leonard? 21 minutes. Yeah, 21 minutes. That's what I said. 21 points. Did he not also have 21 minutes? No, he had 29 minutes. Oh, 29. I'm pretty sure Kawhi Leonard played the same amount as LeBron James. I already closed that one. Um, Torian Prince... 18 points, 3 rebounds. Anthony Davis, 17, 8, and 4. D'Angelo Russell, 11, 7, 4. Austin Reeves, 14, 4, and 8. Great game from the starters. Bench left a lot to be desired, which is weird because they have, you know, Gabe Vincent. Yeah, they have Gabe Vincent now. Uh, Cam Reddish, I, I really do like on this Lakers team. I think that yeah. he'll play a lot better than that going forward. Rui Hachimura, same thing. He's a really versatile player. I think yeah. they're going to use him in different spots, especially um, if LeBron James is only going to play 30 minutes a game. Christian Wood, another solid piece Great for this team. Up. Like, I, I like this Lakers team on paper, but the game isn't played on paper. Did we ever talk about the hilarity of the fact that D'Angelo Russell and LeBron James are, or D'Angelo Russell is back on the Lakers? No. After the Swaggy P? Like, That was a weird time to be alive because everyone was acting like D'Angelo Russell was some terrible person. Yeah, for like he, 
like he kicked a puppy or something. Right. And like poor Nick Young, like what? Okay, so I will say he did kind of break bro code with that though. But like so there, there's, I, a, there's a level. I guess so. I guess I guess that's true. So um, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate at this point. Yeah, I I Swaggy P is not where to be devil's advocate. Um, on the flip side, Nikola Jokic, best player in basketball, 29, 11, and 13. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., 12 and 12. Aaron Gordon, 15, 7, 5. KCP, 22 and 1. Jamal Murray, 21, 2 and 6. Yeah, they're 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 the defending champions and they're playing like it. So yeah. what is there? Like, that's why I was saying, like, there's no point for me to talk about this game. Like, what is there to talk about? The Nuggets are amazing. The Lakers. But what are we talking about with the Lakers? That LeBron isn't playing like 35 to 40 minutes a game. Well, yeah, but I mean, it was also very evident they were not winning this game. Let's see how he, because they play tonight. Mm -hmm. Let's see how many minutes he gets tonight. Okay. Because I don't think, I think that was just, it was very obvious they were losing that game. Like, they have no answer for Jokic. And yeah, like, Nobody does, but there there was nothing the Lakers could do. Who so else I'm played? For a second, I've been okay. listening. Uh, there was a report that LeBron's long term. Um, I don't even know what to call him. I'm gonna call him athletic trainer, but I know that's not what he is. The dude he's been working out with forever. Yeah, that him and the Lakers have a have decided LeBron's going to play 20 to 30 minutes per game. Wow. So they put him on a on a leash when it comes to minutes. Wow. That's the Lakers are screwed. Strange. Um my assumption he's probably trying to make sure he can last and play at a good level for Bronny. Yep. I mean he doesn't have anything left to prove, so That's why he's like let me just make sure I save some stuff for Bronny so he's not just playing with the bum of a dad. Um, I mean, we'll go, we'll go ahead and talk about the other game from that night. Suns Warriors. Suns win one hundred eight one hundred four. Chris Paul getting and more minutes. Than keep Curry. in mind that I was going to say that. Keep in mind that when this episode airs, a lot more games will have been played. Yeah. This sure. this is this is Thursday night, so we only have Tuesday Wednesday. We're not going to do this every week where we go through each game. It's just this was NBA tip-off, and I wanted to watch a lot of highlights today, okay? Leave me alone. Um, so, yeah, what Angelo just said, Chris Paul played more minutes than Steph Curry. Granted, Steph Curry had 27 points. Chris Paul had 14. Um, Chris Paul had nine assists. Curry had one. So and it kind of evens out certain points responsible for Andrew Wiggins ten zero and one. Clay Thompson fifteen three and seven. Uh, the Warriors shot twenty three point three percent from three. Ten for forty three. That is like an Angelo stat line over three games. Stop it. Um. Wait, what was the line? Ten and forty three. Yeah, that's actually about right. <laughs> I, I I said, um, Devin Booker led the Suns, thirty-two points, eight assists, six rebounds. Kevin Durant had a quiet eighteen and ten. 
use of Narkic 14 and 14. So is it just the Warriors shooting slumped? But yeah. the good news is the Chris Paul experiment seems to at least be working as far as getting the second unit more involved. Oh, for sure. I think that like having someone that is more of a playmaker, because Steph's an elite playmaker, but Chris Paul is head and shoulders above him. Um, and that's not disrespecting Steph. That's just, that, that's the one thing, like, even someone that's not a fan of Chris Paul, like, would say. Um, I think it did generate more offense for that second unit, and it does give more offensive because you can play Chris Paul with that bench while Clay, Dre, Wiggins, and Curry are on the bench and it's going to generate some offense just because he's going to get them open looks. Um, Do you have to at least show some appreciation for Chris Paul willing to take different roles as his career has advanced? No, I fully appreciate Chris Paul, but I here's, here's the reason. Here's my and it's the same thing for Jimmy Butler, okay? I can recognize they're a talented player, right? I can recognize they're one of the best. Maybe one of the best of all time. Fair? Fair. But people like you, and I'm specifically calling you out here, all you care about are accolades. The stats don't matter. But why do we say that the point god or Hemi Butler when they haven't won anything. But all we care about is accolades. That's what matters. We're back on the accolades. We do this every episode. <laughs> but that's where, like, it's the hypocrisy of, like, because you only hear that from people that say both of those things. Oh, he's the point god. Oh, he's Hemi Butler. Oh, I only care about the finals that's all that matters doesn't matter if you led the league in assists six years in a row doesn't matter if you have records all that matters is if you've won the larry o'brien i hate to tell you chris paul has never won the larry o'brien hemi butler has never won the larry o'brien so why do they get a pass nothing angelo's mr accolades right yeah. Do you think Robert Ori should be in the Hall of Fame? Big Shot Bob? Yeah. <laughs> Seven rings, kind of impressive. And I mean, the reason that some of those rings were won. Like, the sole reason. I think we broke him. Okay, I'm back. Oh, he, <laughs> he pulled an Angelo. Did you hear anything I said? Some of it. Oh. <laughs> so defend it. Defend what? So why do you care? Like, why is the Larry O'Brien trophy the only thing that matters? But the point god and Hemi Butler get a pass. Because the Larry O'Brien trophy is not the only thing that matters. It's the end goal. But it's what you do in the playoffs. What has Chris Paul done in the playoffs? What is Hemi Butler? I, listen, I know I just called him the point god, but I am not a Chris Paul stand, so let's 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 get this okay, out the way right now. Let's rewind it to Hemi Butler then. Let's let's yes. make this a Jimmy episode. Yes. So what has Jimmy done in the playoffs? Lost? 
Are you excuse me? The man who is one of the first people and one of the only mm-hmm. people in history to lead an eight seed team to the NBA Finals. Uh, knocked out Giannis twice. Did they win? Knocked out Giannis twice. Did they win? Knocked out Giannis twice. Did they win? No, answer the question. Did they win? Knocked out Giannis twice. Okay, but did they win? He knocked out Giannis twice. Okay. <laughs> was was Giannis his opponent in the NBA Finals? No, but Giannis had just come off of uh, NBA Finals of his own. So what you're saying he is off. he did not win the NBA Finals. Jimmy no, Butler has off. not won an NBA Finals in his career. So does, hold on, does leading an eight seed to the finals and losing get you in the Hall of Fame? It might. Oh my God. <laughs> but having an unbreakable record, that doesn't count. <laughs> having a record that nobody will ever touch doesn't count. But losing as an eight seed, that counts. Are you serious right now? It's hey man, it's all about the allure. I uh, Angela. Ren's broken now. Ren is broken now. Did Jimmy Butler win an NBA finals? No. So why does he get a pass? Why doesn't John Stockton, who did a lot more in his career, get a pass? Why doesn't Carl Malone, who, God, hate the man, like the player. Hate the man, hate, 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 no, what I'm saying is from a basketball point of view, hate the man, like the player, right? Mm -hmm. Statistically, why does he not get a pass from Angelo? Why does he not get the Angelo stamp of approval? He did a lot more in his career than Jimmy Butler's done. Charles Barkley. Gave Jordan's Bulls the best challenge. Why doesn't he get a pass? But Jimmy Butler gets a pass for losing as an eight seed. Did he knock off one of the best players in the world? So did Charles Barkley. Who? I don't know, but I bet it happened. (laughs) I would bet it happened. I can go look up the Suns. Playoff runs. You gonna say David Robinson? Um, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Let's see. I'm confused by basketball references. Layout for the playoff record. <laughs> Like, this is actually confusing. I also forgot that it used to be best of five for the first four rounds. Wow. So, I'll acknowledge it's a bit biased and it can be unfair, but it is what it is. But that's that's hypocrisy. I mean, I didn't say this was all fair, man. I'm just saying. I'm just asking questions here. So yeah, he he was wait, was he on this team? Hold on, let me hold on. <laughs> why are why is this website so confusing? I love it. 
Ren tried. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 2023. I, I definitely wanted the 2023. I love it. Ren's being broken right now. I'm not being broken. I'm just... This website has a terrible user interface. That was a really good... Why am I on the Trailblazers? How did that happen? <laughs> Holy mother of God basketball reference. Why am I back on 2022? Hold on. I got this. You don't got this. You don't got this. I don't got this. I give up. I'll find it. But I guarantee Eventually. it happened at least once. No. I... Hold on, what? 19... I'm to at this point. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I give up. I'll find it later, but I guarantee it happened. Um... But you know that's that that's just pure straight up hypocrisy. You are being a full blown hypocrite because Hemi Butler gets a pass. And that's why I can respect that Jimmy Butler is a talented player. I fully understand that. He's one of the best in the world. I'm not gonna argue with that. But I don't understand why so many basketball fans are giving him a pass and those same basketball fans are the ones that say Accolades are what matter. It it's all about the Larry O'Brien. That's so, all that matters. John Stockton fair, doesn't get a pass. Do we put Jimmy Butler above John Stockton? I don't know. Do you? No. You don't. No. All time. Where do you, no. Where do you, where do you put Butler? I uh, listen. I am just arguing he is top one hundred. I am not saying. That he's a top whatever Stockton is, 30, 40, wherever you want to put him. He's not there. That that's kind of the thing I think I think you like are just lost in the moment and you fail to see the overarching point, I guess. No, I, I see them. Because the moment is the moment and you can enjoy the moment. But at the end of the day, Yes, what Jimmy Butler didn't accomplish and what he did accomplish is going to define him. And no, Jimmy Butler currently is not above Stockton or Malone. So that's actually kind of a bad example, I guess. I don't know. Just so you know, we're we're going to need this soundbite for later when we're in the playoffs and Jimmy Butler is down 3-1 and he has a game that he scores 22 points and we act like he's the best player of all time because he didn't lose an elimination game. Because that's going to happen. Because that always happens. We can live in the moment and respect greatness while actually respecting greatness. Because right now we have the Giannis's of the world. And yes, the Heat beat the Bucks. It was not Jimmy Butler beat Giannis Antetokounmpo. Let's, let's stop that now. That's not how twice. the Heat beat the Milwaukee Bucks twice. Was let's, let's 
in those games was Jimmy Butler guarding and being guarded by Giannis Antetokounmpo. Knocked him off twice. And were the differences in their points the differences in the score Knocked of him off that twice. game? That's what I'm saying. The, you're, you're looking at it too much from the team point of view as the player. That's and we need to look how at that works, buddy. But we should look we, at the We player. have this argument on the football podcast with the quarterback. The quarterback gets too much of the blame when the team loses and too much of the credit when the team wins. This is no different than insert star player in basketball. When the team loses, star player gets credit. You, We don't talk about the nuances of LeBron's you know, six finals losses, we just say always four and four and six. So this is not some new like phenomenon that just started happening that you're pointing out. Right? I mean, I don't do that. I mean, okay. I think Austin has a family emergency so he has i think left the pod for the night i think we're about wrapping up anyway yeah we're about um hey look down in the description click those links that's the links to all of our socials the donation button the patreon all those things if you support the channel hit those things up um also check out angelo and alex over on the no reserves football podcast two times a week and i still to this day you say it every week. Do not remember when you release. I think it's Tuesday, Thursday, but I'm yes. down to my head. I wouldn't say that. Okay, I would have been right. Sometimes we will change the to Thursday episode because we we are actually trying to get a few more guests on. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's usually Tuesday and Thursday. Speaking of that, they had their first guest host this week. <laughs> oh, it went interesting. I'm not. Sure I have I'm not. I I wouldn't. I'm not sure. I'm a fan. Of the way it turned out, because I don't think the episode overall, I think, was weird to me. I I figured it was going to be, but hey, check it out. One thing that we did do that I did enjoy, because I actually released it in parts, mm-hmm. the part where me and Alex were talking and then the part where the guest came on. And um, then you dipped. <laughs> at the start, yeah, I had a little mini emergency but regardless of all that um we did have reminiscence of you know things that have happened over the course of our leagues and i do actually have a question for you because Mm -hmm. this came up in the context of of a dynasty league but you can bring this in sports anyway what to you was the most devastating loss to you in your life personally, as far as watching your sports team fail? Um, for me personally, it's probably going to be the malice at the palace. That's the because... most devastating. So, like, you think about it. Pussy. No, no, no. So, no. So, think about it from the perspective going into that season. The Pacers. Granted, I was young as hell, but. The Pacers were very clearly the favorites to win that year. It, it Reggie's in the twilight of his career. This is the one shot, right? And then the cup gets thrown and everything is done. 
half the team suspended for the entire season. Even Reggie, who just walked off the bench to try to stop people from running into the fan or into the stands, got suspended. Jermaine O'Neal suspended. Steven Jackson suspended. Ron Artest, who was an MVP candidate, suspended. Like, yeah, the Paul George era Pacers, one of the best defensive teams of all time. I totally get it. And then losing to the final, losing in the Eastern Conference Finals, like, yeah, that's devastating. But nothing was quite like that because that team was the favorite. Hmm. And it all went to crap in like 20 seconds because of a cup of beer. <laughs> and it's at the end of the game. So, like, personally, like, that's the most detrimental to the Pacers that ever happened. And that's the team. Or, or I mean,. I'm also I'm a Penguins fan. So the Winter Classic 2012, 13, David Steckel sidelines Sidney Crosby in the head, takes him out. The back-to-back concussions. Like that changed the course of his career and changed the course of the Penguins Stanley Cup hope. So that could also be one. I don't remember if the Pens lost that game, though, but you can have a devastating win, too. That is true. I don't know. You just... Hmm. Oh. You got anything else? I think I'm good with that. All right. Hey, guys, we'll be back to normal episodes next week. Like we said, we just kind of wanted to get a season tip-off episode out of the way, and also this was a hell of a week for me and I think Angelo as well. Yeah. I think we both had a busy week at work, and Austin as well. He like His week is always busy, so we'll be back to normal next week. Um, high energy, stupid, annoying, obnoxious, the things you love about us. Um, yeah, we had, a, we had our moments. Yeah, at the end. We we rallied at the end. We had that yeah. that end of the game run. Yeah. Um But thanks for listening. I'm surprised we you will... know what that is as a Pacers fan. Thanks for listening. Uh unfortunately Angelo did not break out the soundboard this week. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. He broke it out while we were getting ready to record. What that one's stupid. <laughs> That one's just annoying. Um, but yeah, we'll Alex, the one Alex hates the most is this one. That one's that's horribly stupid. Yeah, I hate all of this. I, we'll see you all next week. Have a good week. See you.